For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey guys, it's Emily. And it's Mai. And we are back with another episode of Housewives and Vanderpump. And you guys, this episode, we have a lot to uncover here. Yes, and before we jump into it, I want to apologize about my man voice. <laughs> Mai is unwell, bitch. <laughs> I got fucking sick and I like pulled up to Emily's house. I'm like, girl, I don't know how I'm going to do this today. I feel like shit. Also, you guys, my dog's name is Evie and Mai literally, her, I think her ears are broken too because she thought his name was Heavy. She heavy. literally thought I named my dog Heavy. I've seen Emily like every single week since August and I still don't know her dog's name. Evie. Heavy. <laughs> Heavy, heavy. Okay, guys, my, what did you think of this episode? And still, I, I'm not having as much James Kennedy content on my feed Dang. as I would like, and I'm not okay. I'm really not happy with how the season is going so far. I feel like it's literally two separate shows. It's Sheena and the new people, and then the OG cast. I agree. It's not blending as well as it could be. Right, but I think we do have to give it a chance because all the new, like, OG people keep writing on social media, like... Just give it a chance. And I feel like I feel like we won't see any of them in Jackson and Brittany's wedding or any of that stuff. But I feel like towards the end of the season, like they will start to blend. So we just have to give it some time. And I'm excited for next week because we have like the OGs celebrating Jackson and Brittany. And like we're going to get the new people to like stay the fuck away while we see some OG drama unfolding. I know. So I'm so excited for like Brittany and Jax's episodes because you're not going to see any of the new people. And I feel like I sound like such a bitch, but like I've been... I like them all. That's not the point. I've just been waiting for so long. And like, I wasn't waiting to see Charlie and Danica. I was waiting to see Jax and Brittany and Stassi. Exactly. You know? And like, they keep saying, the OGs keep saying too, like Jax has been really complimentary, at least before the season started airing, of the newbies. So like, yeah. we'll keep an open mind. But at this point, like maybe two stars on Yelp. Yeah. <laughs> More like, I want to give it like a two and a half, three. Okay. Two and a half, three. <laughs> So let's just jump right into it, Emily. Yeah, let's let's kick it off. We uh, open the app with Stassi, her mom, her brother, and Bo all shooting the shit, drinking some wine, eating some grub, and reminiscing on the good old days of Dana being a dab. Of what? Oh, Dana, her mom. Yeah. I was so confused. Oh, that's my boyfriend calling me. Should I answer right now on the fucking air? Yeah. <laughs> expose him i mean i'm recording my podcast you are live on the podcast right now what do you have to say about yourself what's up what's up <laughs> number one fan he's our number one supporter. forced to listen to every episode against his will <laughs> can i call you in a little are you good okay thanks he's coming to me to pick up my air up to my sister from the airport you guys <laughs> what, what that's a husband <laughs> okay love you bye do you like withhold sex unless you listen to the episodes? 
No, actually. He's like super supportive. Like I remember one time I got, we're totally going off track, but who fucking cares? <laughs> one time I actually got really mad at him because he didn't listen to the episode. I remember this. I was there. Yeah. Watched it all go down. Literally thought World War Three nuclear <laughs> attack was happening in my house. But he's really supportive. He like retweets our stuff when like believe posts about it. He's a good guy. What a real one. Most people aren't. All right, so let's go into this Stassi and Bo dinner yes. situation. Can we just talk about how fucking weird it is that Stassi talks about how she lost her virginity to her mom? I mean, gr- and her little brother, brother is sitting there, like thinking of all the ways he can exit this apartment. He's like, "Will I jump out the window? Will I grab a knife? Like, what is the move here?" I seriously, I know I've had my issues with Stassi in the past. I am fucking loving her this season. I think Bo compliments her in a way that. I've never seen before. She's so much kinder. She's so much more gentle. Same with Katie. I mean, Katie was like an effing bitch episode one, but they're really starting to grow on me. Like, especially Saucy. Like, I had so many issues with her season four and season five, but she's like, seriously, like, and I'm like, she's a bad bitch. Like, who goes on a reality show and ends up fucking going on tour and selling a best-selling... She capitalized. Totally. And like, She's a fucking badass. So, like, yes, her dinner was a little bit awkward. And I don't know if we would be talking to our mom about sex and our little... Actually, you would. I would. I literally, last night, was telling my mom not to, like, plug other podcasts. But I was, like, trying to convince her to listen to Call Her Daddy. Yeah. Because I learned so much shit from that podcast. I'm like, Mom, you need to, like, get back on your bullshit. And gluck, gluck, 9,000. If you know, you know. (laughs) Yeah, no, no, no. I cannot talk to my mom or anyone in my family, for that matter, like, about sex. So seeing Stassi talk about it was just, like, fucking weird to me. And back to Bo, like, my thing I always say is, like, there are no nice guys. There are only guys who do nice things. I actually think Bo might be an exception. Like, I think he's a really good dude. Mm-hmm. And, like, he does bring out a si- a softer, nicer side of Saucy. Like, she's still a bad bitch, but, like, he, he really, like, humanizes her, I think. Totally. And what I really wanted to see was Charlie. I wanted to see when Charlie told Dana that pasta makes people fat. I would have paid so much fucking money to have Stassi there and see her reaction to that because I feel like she literally would have tore Charlie a new one. As anti-Dana as I have been, I will say that like Dana's reaction there was just like perfect because who the fuck does <laughs> I mean, I don't even know where to begin. Like, my life without pasta is not a life that I want to live. That's also total bullshit. Like, like everything in moderation, honey. Like, where were you in health class in ninth grade? There's like, no fucking way in hell that that girl has never eaten pasta. Like, I don't believe that. I'm no. putting my life on that. Even when you were fucking five years old and your mom needed to make you something fast to eat, she probably boiled some pasta. Like, have you ever, like, is she eating chicken noodle soup? Hold the noodles. Like, what exactly. is going on? And also, I think Charlie's one of those people who probably just has, like, a fast metabolism and, like, can go out and, like, I mean, eat yeah, pizza she, and beer and, like, she, stay small. She looks fucking awesome. Yeah, she's hot. And but, like. You know, after Dana responded to Charlie, Dana also started to grow on me because I was like, she so could have responded like being a total bitch, but she was like so sarcastic and funny. I was like, oh my God, like I could totally be friends with this girl. A hundred percent. And like the thing I like about like the girls on this show is like most of them at least are not like, they're not model skinny. Like they're not like unattainably beautiful. Yes. Like they're really like. I love reality TV and especially Vanderpump Rules because it's like relatable. Like you look at someone like Saucy, you look at someone like Katie, you look at these girls and you're like, oh, you're not like the girls on this season of The Bachelor who they pulled out of like 
the Miss America pageant lineup. Like, you're actually somebody, like, I look like. I can see myself in you. I see your personality in me. Like, it's just they're relatable. I totally feel like shit about myself when I'm watching The Bachelor. And I'm not even saying that to be funny. But it's like, you see these girls that are, like, 120 pounds. I haven't looked like this since I was in sixth grade. Totally. And, like, their teeth are so fucking white that I look at myself and I'm like, what am I doing wrong? And their eyebrows are always fucking done and they have the most perfect tans. They wake up in the morning and that's literally how I look like after putting five layers of makeup on my no, face. No, it's just so not like relatable. And, and I've always said I fucking hate The Bachelor. The only reason I watch that show is because everyone else watches that show and I want to stay in the loop with reality TV. That is my least favorite reality TV show on the fucking planet ever. Interesting. I hate The Bachelor. Well, this season is just like unattainable like i literally am like why are they pulling these girls out like who are literally dodos out of like literally pageant queens birds. from the middle of nowhere yeah well we need to get on bachelor blab <laughs> yeah bachelor blab give us a ring i know you already have we'll hit you back can we please talk about meeting danica and brett because we love danica how do we feel about brett willis I feel like he's pretty chill. I was actually DMing him on Instagram. Remember this? Like, mm-hmm. maybe, like, several months ago. And he was like, yeah, I love podcasts. Like, I'm down. So, guys, we might have Brett on the show soon. But, like, I think he's a pretty chill dude. I don't think we know him well enough yet. I also don't hate Danica. I think she's pretty no, chill, too. No, we like Danica. I really actually am. I would like to see more of them. Like, they yes. bother me less than Charlie and Dana do. Totally. And I feel like I feel like we will see them. I think Weren't they still together when Brett gave her the money? Oh, no, because they were talking in Gina's kitchen about her. I would have taken that shit and run for the fucking hills. Oh, are you joking? Right to Bank of America from my (laughs) Ford Fusion hybrid. Okay? That's what would have happened. No, yeah. I think we'll see a lot of them. I, I hope we see a lot of them. I know they're not together. Let's recap what happened with them. Yes. So, basically, Danica had asked, or no, Brett had asked Danica for a threesome while they were at Surf. If my Pretty bo- common, I feel like, these days. I know? feel like it's common, but if my boyfriend asked me to have a threesome, I would also probably punch him in the face. Oh, okay. It's disrespectful. Yeah. yeah. Because you, it makes you feel like, am I not, is having sex with me not enough I for you? I feel like it's only okay if the girl's like, babe, should we bring another guy, girl No, another in? girl. It has yeah. to be another girl. Or it has to be another girl, and it has to be the girl suggesting it. If the guy suggested it, it's like, you fucking asshole. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. And so I just feel like he... Like, I would also punch him in the face, so I, I don't blame Danica. But then afterwards, Danica got suspended. I think it was for a week. So she lost a lot of fucking money. Like, a, not working for a week as a server. That fucking blows. Because you don't have vacation in six days when you're a server. And tips, right? Yeah, and tips. So, Brett, being the zaddy man that he is. I was Takes care of his woman. I was literally in fucking shock. Fucking shock. He hands her an envelope of thirteen hundred dollars to pay, so she could pay her rent. I would have said thank you and swiftly turned around and let him watch my ass walk out the door. No, but I'm pretty sure he she did take it from yeah, him. Yeah, she did. But I feel like she was talking to Sheena about like, oh, is was that okay? Like, you know, like wondering. I also feel like I would feel kind of weird taking thirteen hundred dollars to my boyfriend. Yeah, my ex boyfriend. Yeah, and he it's not like he cheated on her. No, you just disrespect it. Honest to God, if my boyfriend cheated on me, uh, I would like not care to take thirteen hundred dollars. But if I punched him in the face in the middle of a shift, I would feel a little bit bad yeah, about taking thirteen hundred dollars from him. That's kind of fucked up. But I think I think Danica's funny. The comment she made about wind blowing in her vagina was kind of 
it was kind of fun. Danica's a fucking mess. She reminds me of me, and I think that's why I love her. Like, a fucking mess. Yeah, I know. I'm a fan, for sure. We are fucking fans. Okay, we need to go into a huge part of the aftermath of this episode, because Sheena takes no prisoners, and Max trying to, like, lie, or the producers trying to produce Sheena is not going to fucking fly this far into Vanderpump Rules. No. Fuck no. And I'm so proud of her for... Well, first of all, let's discuss Emily. Go for it. So Sheena and Max were like texting and she was like trying to figure out where he was. I think it's kind of clear at this point that Sheena might have some like unresolved feelings for Max and like she's Mm kind of maybe being triggered like by seeing him and Dana or it's kind of like bringing up the past for her. And so she, like, goes to where he's hanging out, and he acts like he's so fucking blindsided to see Sheena walk through the fucking door, interrupting his boy's day. Listen, Sheena was not going to let that shit fly and not going to be made like an idiot. She went on Instagram and or Twitter, and she exposed him with the receipts. Like She, she fucking exposed the shit out of him. Should them. we read them? She deleted them. She deleted them. Bravo made that her take them down before she went on Watch What Happens Live. But she was not going to let that shit fly. And even in front of his face, she was telling him how obsessed he is with her. She like, what a bad literally bitch. reading the text that he sent her of like, oh, you're so perfect. And I see so much potential in you and blah, blah, blah. And he's staring at her like she's a psycho. That's not going to fly. No, I'm really fucking sorry. Like, I don't want to be the podcast like Paris Hilton where we just talk shit about people. I love all of Vanderpump Rules cast but i fucking hate max and you can quote me on that and yeah there's been a lot of like chatter about what's going down with max we don't have we don't know if like what the tea is but we do know that like a lot of the cast is like disgusted with what he's been doing. also girl did you realize in the first two episodes that max and brett had so many confessionals and then ever since their racist tweets came out they're all been cut do you think that they are re-editing 100 percent. interesting 100 percent. because max and brett had you don't think they would cut to max when he him and sheena were talking at the restaurant i don't want to say they were slut shaming sheena but like they were really cornering her like even with the first episode of brett having this like hour and a half long discussion with Sheena like trying to friend zone her that they edited it's like that was so dramatic and like ever since then like you're not gonna you're not gonna put Sheena in her place Sheena's gonna put you in your place Sheena is fucking coming for them I've never seen her clap back at people on Twitter the way she has been and I'm fucking proud of her because these producers are just making her look like she's a fucking psychopath yeah totally and And she's not gonna she's not gonna let it fly this is Sheena like fucking love that bitch we fucking love that bitch okay you guys is something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals i know for me personally i have struggled with anxiety a lot in the past it's still a struggle that i deal with today but it's time to get better help better help is a therapy on your schedule it's basically an online website where you can go on right now and you can start communicating with a counselor So go to BetterHelp.com and start living a happier life today. All you have to do is visit BetterHelp.com slash believe. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. And join the over 700,000 people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. So a special offer for Housewives and Vanderpump listeners. Get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash believe. For everybody out there in the dating world, it can get pretty frustrating trying to communicate online with someone that you're interested in. How many millions of screenshots have you texted? How can you tell if he's a serial killer or just being weird? 
For that, there's this new app out there called Charmed. It actually helps people communicate better. Charmed puts your friends inside your conversations on Tinder, Bumble, and Hinge so they can give you advice and call out fucking Chad's red flags before it's too late. You know what, ladies? You've got to try this. You've got to get on Charmed immediately. It'll make your dating life so much easier. The guys at Charmed are professionals who have come up with a way for you to share all your dating app conversations with your friends. And that's how you're going to get quality dates. And if you're not single, it's even better. You don't have to be single or on a dating app to use Charmed. Download Charmed, get your single friends to download Charmed, and help them get the dates they deserve, not a boy like Chad. Hurry up and visit www.charmed.app to get Charmed now. Your friends will thank you. You guys, Lisa has picked up a book for the first time since she left Great Britain, (laughs) and it is Stassi's book, and she doesn't even know the name of it. I guarantee you she didn't even realize Stassi was on the New York Times bestsellers list until like a minute before she was handed this book and told to open a page about Stassi's vagina. And it's just really, really a special moment about Lisa and Ken reminiscing on Stassi's loss of her virginity in their closet. Just, it's a really special moment. Lisa's getting some great moments this this year. She's getting some personal training with Brett. She's getting forced to read Stassi's book. I mean, Lisa's really thriving out here. Oh my God, when she was talking about Stassi's bush to Ken. I literally was going to like, spit out my rosemary water from air one i was just shook <laughs> rosemary water for air one. Oh my god you fucking Guys, bougie ass fucking bitch. amazing I'm she's addicted. actually drinking rosemary water right now sparkling pure natural rosemary extract emily how much does that fucking cost a lot you? of money i want to know <laughs> tell me i don't have the receipts but i will get back to emily you. picks up her rosemary water after her workout at equinox <laughs> while i'm literally reusing the same crystal geyser no i do that too until i get like lung poisoning from plastic melting in my car oh my god all right let's move the fuck we digress oh my god oh my god okay so then we see Brittany, the queen of my entire fucking existence the queen of france calling for cyber sales guys this is probably and i love Brittany, so this is nothing against her the most white trash thing i've ever seen on my television but maybe people for sales but maybe people in kentucky actually do call it for sales should we call zach wickham right now and fucking ask i feel like we need to literally like they may actually call it for sales like well we've never been i'm gonna text zach right now you guys (laughs) because i need answers i'm not okay i've literally gone to bed thinking about this the past four nights um emily zach we don't know i have a question we've never been to fucking kentucky um, I've only heard about what a wondrous joyland it is. I've never actually experienced it myself, but I do have an issue with people calling Versailles Versailles. It really doesn't sit well with me. It sounds like we're putting a for sale sign on an ancient castle in fucking France. Oh my God. And Lisa's reaction to it was everything. Lisa's <laughs> Lisa, reaction to anything is gold. Posh European princess is like, are you fucking shitting me right now? No, literally. But her reaction to fucking anything in this world is, like, pure gold. Golden. Golden. Um, yeah. Like, as much as I do want to go on a whole Royals rant right now, no. we should move on to Sandoval and Saucy and Schwartz and all the drama that ensued. And the spider bite. It's literally all the S's. Sandoval, Schwartz, Saucy, spider bites. Because there's a lot going on here. So do we want to recap what the fuck happened? Yeah, take it away. All right. And guys, we will hit you back with a live update as soon as Zach Wickham responds. <laughs> because I did put that out there because I need answers. So basically, 
Stassi wanted to conclude her book tour in Los Angeles at TomTom. And Tom Schwartz and Lisa Vanderpump both gave her the okay. But she didn't ask Tom Schwartz. But she did get the okay from Lisa and... um, Or no, she didn't ask Sandoval. She got the okay from Schwartz and Vanderpump. So basically, she did everything she was supposed to do. She did the walkthrough. She told Schwartz. Everything was ready to fucking go. And then the morning of the event, she wakes up to a rage text. Wearing very cute pajamas, yeah, she looked might so I cute. say. She looked adorable. And she gets she wakes up to a rage text from Tom Sandoval. Like, I'm, I will kick you the fuck out of Tom Tom. We don't have any bartenders. Blah, blah, blah. He's literally freaking out. And... Long story fucking short, she still showed up. Tom Sandoval was not there because he got a fucking spider bite in the very beginning. Like, needed to be hospitalized. And Saucy went off on a whole thing about something he get bit by, like, Peter Parker. In a comic book. So then, when Sandoval does show up, that's when shit hit the fucking fan. I had a problem here. I feel like Schwartz was, like, did not have a chip on his shoulder. Was, like, still the humble bartender we know and love. And Sandoval, like, I... Love them both. They're my dudes. But, like, I feel like Sandoval was acting a little bit elitist when he was, like, not willing to get behind the bar. Like, okay, look, I get the point where, like, he's making where it's, like, illegal for certain workers to work over a certain amount of time. And, like, they didn't plan ahead logistically. But there was an element. Bless you. My just sneezed. Thank you. Um, there was an element of this that I felt like Sandoval thought he was too good to bartend. And he shouldn't have to bartend because he's a part owner. It's, like, I know so many people who own restaurants, who own businesses, who are literally on the floor making shit happen. Like, hands-on getting dirty because it's your business and you want it to be great like i feel like sandoval just thought he was above it in a way you we like you guys know how much i'm obsessed with tom sandoval but he totally acted like very wrong in this situation. totally like i love them both they're two of my faves on the show but like i do feel like shorts coming from a really good place and like maybe he was a little naive to like the legality of it but i do think tom sandoval thought it was beneath him totally so then when stassi so sandoval comes in and him, Katie, Ariana, and Schwartz are having a conversation about it. Everyone is defending Stassi, obviously, other than Ariana, which blows the fuck up into a big-blown argument. Stassi then sees Sandoval and walks on over and says... Takes her Aperol spritz and remembers who the fuck she is. Literally saying, is there a problem with having people buying drinks from your bar? And then Sandoval is just on his fucking high horse that she never told him, which... I guess, but if Lisa Vanderpump owns 90% of the bar and she said it was fine and Tom Schwartz knew Stassi did nothing wrong in this situation. Nothing wrong. She did the walkthrough. She literally was told by Schwartz they weren't even going to charge her. People were still buying drinks. It was a huge successful event. And from a PR standpoint, like, I mean, it's just great publicity for them to have an event like that there. And it's such an issue for Sandoval and Ariana was like, being super sassy about there not being valet and they had to walk well, so far. In Ariana's defense, even if I knew a meet was in the wrong about a certain situation, a meet is my boyfriend, I would still defend him in front of everyone. But then, of course, a hundred percent. But so behind closed doors, exactly. I'd be like, babe, might not have been the move. But I'm yeah, sure Ariana told him he was wrong behind closed doors. But she probably felt super awkward, and Katie's standing there like not okay with the situation. Mm-mm, Katie was going because Katie's gonna defend her man too. So it was just not a pretty look. Stassi was not thrilled. I don't even know where Bo was when Stassi was, like, yelling Bo at Bo was just in the back. He was hiding in the fucking corner. He's like, let me know when the war's over. Yeah. And then, so after that whole shenanigans happen, we see Schwartz going over to Tom's house. Emily um, created a new saying for this. 
BYOC. Bring your own chair. That was fucking hilarious. It was fucking hilarious. Um, yeah, they just kind of like hashed it out and like kind of like became bros again. And like Schwartz understood the like logistical parts of it. Um, so that was fine. Um, yeah, that was that was really it. I mean, I was ex- the trailer made it seem like they were going to get in like this fucking huge fight, and Sandoval was gonna yell back at her. But again, we've only seen three episodes, and there's so much more shit. Like, there's a part in the trailer where. Brittany's saying, like, Sandoval, shut the fuck up. So I think this is the beginning of a long summer of everyone hating Sandoval. So Really? You think this is going to catapult into something that bad? Oh, 100%. Oh, because we do know that him and Jax had a huge yeah, falling exactly. out before the wedding. Exactly. And there's going to be some shit going down next week. So this was the beginning of all the drama we're going to see this summer. Okay. Oh, that's interesting. You think this catapulted everything. Yes. But Jax wasn't even really that involved in this. But I think because of, sh- like, Sandoval being on his high horse... I think that was, like, everyone's attitude this whole summer. Because Jax and Sandoval were arguing in the first episode about the house situation. You know? So, I think this is going to spiral into something huge. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. But we will see. I could be fucking wrong. But, no. It makes sense. Makes sense. I also want to touch on... Um, we I did mention earlier how it seems like Sheena has some unresolved feelings for Max. And she confronted Dana a little bit and kind of was, like... It kind of felt like a watch out, like a coming for your man kind of vibe in yeah. a way. What did you think of that? I mean. It was in the alley behind Sir. Yes. And they were just like ch- chatting it out. I feel like Sheena doesn't even really like Max. I feel like she. She likes the game. I feel like Sheena knows she's better than Max and she could do much better than Max. I feel like part of me, part of me does feel like Sheena wants to protect Dana. As naive as I sound, I feel like she like. She sees all of Max's games, and she's she told Dana, she's like, woman to woman, watch out. Max sucks. We've seen it from episode fucking one, you know? Do you think that Sheena and Dana, like, at this point in, like, real life could be friends? Or, did you not see Sheena's story last night? No. She tagged Dana okay. in a post. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, they're totally fr- I was actually going to bring that up. Like, they're literally friends now. So maybe they bonded over how much of a psycho exactly. Max is. Exactly. He fucking sucks sucks and then um yeah and so she know when i watch what happens live um and i do want to talk about how she said she's still friends like with shay they still talk what did you make of that Wait, i didn't listen to that yeah i watched two seconds of watch what happens live and i turned it off because i was so tired she's still friends with Sh- i mean i think that's great i think if you could be cordial with your ex-husband and like why the fuck not you know i mean i think shay was horrible to her at the end of their relationship like Stole money from her, did fucking drugs behind her back when he told her that he was sober. Um, but good for Sheena. She I told think. Andy Cohen he's doing okay. I mean, I think he's still kind of finding himself, but he's happy and doing well. I believe that. I believe he is still fucking finding himself. I mean, we we saw how fucking immature he was, but I love Sheena and I want obviously nothing but the best for her. And, and I, I hate how everybody's been shitting on her for freezing her eggs and making it seem like this huge atrocity and this, like, disgusting, scary thing. Like, fuck all of you. I think the fact that Sheena's talking about IVF has started a conversation and has made women that are going through it, that are struggling to get pregnant, that are in literal marriages that cannot get pregnant. And it's so expensive, you guys. Like, it is a whole... And it's emotionally taxing. Like, she is shedding light on the reality of it. Totally. And so I think that all these, like, immature fucking guys making fun of the fact that she's freezing her eggs have... They're so fucking privileged that they don't even understand how hard it is for us, like, as women to go through this shit. I'm, like... 
all of my friends and I have had a conversation about how we're only 22, but there's always that fear of what if I can't have kids? A hundred percent. And you don't really test it out or make sure you know until it's the time where you need to know. Me either. I probably wouldn't until like my husband and I or whatever are like, let's have a family. Exactly. So I think it's like disgusting that Brett and Max and the other guys make it like a fucking joke because like, Oh, she scared me when she was freezing her eggs. Fuck you. You're literally an adult frat star. It's not like she's freezing her eggs to have a baby with you tomorrow, Max. Yeah. It doesn't. And that's nothing about you. It literally has nothing to do with you. She could just be fucking you for fun and literally not even looking at you as a father figure. Probably isn't. No sane woman would. (laughs) So like moving on, um, that's the tea. I want to talk about something else in the housewives world okay. um this came out literally last night or this morning um that vicky gumbelson is stepping down from orange county did you see that yes i did see that how do we feel about that after 14 years she's like the OGOG. people are leaving like lisa vanderpump left um what's her name from new york left with the B. oh bethany frankel bethany i was gonna say beth i wonder how much money sabra hummus paid um <laughs> Teresa june for that super bowl commercial Okay. I need to know. We need answers. But also in Housewives, we need to talk about the fact that there is a fucking rumor that Brandy Glanville and Denise Richards had like lesbian sex. So we, we talked about this, but we need to talk about it more. No, no. But something came out again yesterday. Oh, it did? I didn't see this. What happened? Brandy posted on her fucking Twitter like... Lesbian sex. I just have a huge lesbian crush on you. <laughs> Brandy posted like... We're all going to be at the reunion and we're all going to talk about what happened. And it's like, Brandy is so fucking thirsty to get airtime. It's literally sickening. I fucking love Denise and Lisa Rinna is coming for her. It's going to be very interesting to see what happens because do I think they probably had sex? Yeah. There was a really funny meme that you tagged me in. What was it? The Lisa Rinna. Oh my God. Lisa Rinna posted something on her Instagram and she was like, Denise Richards right now in Malibu. And the video was like, oh, this is not fun. I, Lisa <laughs> Rinna told me this was going to be fun, I'm and it was not that. fun. <laughs> well, because Lisa Rinna got her yeah, on the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. And, and, like, I don't know. I feel bad for Denise, too. I think Brandy's a thirsty bitch, and she's, you know, doing what she needs to do. Lisa Vanderpump is probably laughing all the way to Versailles right now. Like, so, <laughs> so thankful that she's not Lisa a part of this drama. is so happy that she has left this fucking housewife train wreck and i think vicky probably listen like i have heard from a lot of people like connected to this space that like vicky was desperate to stay on the show she was like got engaged to be on the show i heard i heard several months ago she was starting a podcast which she just revealed yesterday and like i think that i think she was honestly probably realized like how many more desperate acts are you gonna do to stay on this show like is it worth it like these women are fucking psychotic totally so she grew up she got out the fucking door one day they will all grow up and get out the fucking door. Yeah, and, you know, it's going to be interesting. Next season, seeing all these women, seeing Teddy's little baby pop. Yes. Hopefully she's in labor on the show. That'd be fucking lit to see. <laughs> fucking lit. That'd be fucking lit. All right, guys. Well, thanks for joining us this week. And you will hear from us after episode four of Vanderpump Rules next week. We're going to shit our fucking pants because they're finally in Miami. And, yeah, we are going full out on this recap sesh, guys. Let us know what you think. Five stars on Yelp. Follow us at Housewives and Vanderpump on Instagram. And I'm at Emily Blair Marcus. And I'm at My Solomon. Not my M-Y. May, as in the Mayflower. Yes. And make sure to subscribe, like us on iTunes, do all the things, and we'll catch you guys later. Thanks, guys.
2020, a new year. It's the perfect opportunity to take your business to the next level by hiring the right people. But finding qualified candidates can be challenging. ZipRecruiter.com slash begin makes it easy. ZipRecruiter sends your job to more than 100 of the web's leading job boards. But they don't stop there with their powerful matching technology. ZipRecruiter scans thousands of resumes and finds people with the right experience and invites them to apply to your job. As applications come in, ZipRecruiter analyzes each one, spotlighting the top candidates so you never miss a great match. It's so effective that four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. And right now, my listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash begin. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash B-E-G-I-N. ZipRecruiter.com slash begin. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.